What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I'm so glad that I have healed my way out of it. Not to say that I'm done healing because there is no finish line with healing, um, but I'm using all of my social platforms hopefully to help people either not join an MLM or get out of their MLM. And I'm really excited about today's guest. She is Julie Anderson. She is somebody that I followed on TikTok quite some time ago. You guys might know her. She has a lot of Gen X content. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Julie, I, say hello to everybody if you would like. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Her energy, you guys, and her laugh. I just, it's everything to me. And uh, I don't know, Julie, like you want to share kind of how we, how we, I guess how we found each other. Yeah. So our origin story, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a beautiful one stumbling across. I was scrolling on the for you page one day and I stumbled across a piece of your content and you had just left. Like, I think it was prove it. And I noticed that you'd said, something like you had been in for 13 years altogether and that you had qualified for a car, but you were out. And and that, it was, I was still deep within Monate or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we call it Mona. Mona, Mona, okay, (laughs) it's deep in Mona. And I was ambivalent, which was good. And I'm curious about my reaction because I must have been like, okay. I was, I would still take in other people's information, but I would, I still would be the automatic hater when there was anything that was like against, but there was something about the way you were just low key, just content. This was just you. I didn't have, I wasn't curious, but I wasn't like hating. And that piece of content really stuck with me. And and then uh, eventually as I started to figure stuff out and um, ask more questions, have the courage to like, and take in more anti MLM content man, your, your podcast has helped me out. Your content on TikTok has made me laugh. Your YouTube videos, like that's been really good. So uh, yeah, that was that one piece of content that really, that caught me. And it was weird because it wasn't this big emotional reaction. It was just ambivalence is the best way I could describe it, which I think is pretty cool for somebody in an MLM because we're, our emotions are just either super high or super low. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, that was a pause. And I think that, I look back at my journey of getting out of, of MLMs and I have had a lot of people share their stories with me. And I think that that was just the pause. I think there was a part of you and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a part of you that was kind of questioning some things like, I don't like this, or this doesn't feel right, but this is cool. And I think that pause, because I really do try to create content that is not abrasive Not to say that there's anything wrong with that. Some people need that message delivered in that way. And I get that. That's not my style. So I love that you saw that. And thank you for that. Um, But I think that, that you can share your story in a way that hopefully, just like you said, kind of brings people's guards down a little bit. Yeah. So that's, that's super cool. And that was probably, that was probably one of my first TikToks when I, when I left, I got out July of uh, 2021. Oh, congratulations. And thank you know you. what? I wanted to just say thank you for your service as well. Yeah. You're thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Tell me your story because I, other than knowing that you were in Mona, <laughs> um, I don't know a whole lot other than your, your Gen X content, which I absolutely love. Cause I also am a Gen Xer. Yeah. And so, um, 
yeah, like tell me your story about how how did you start? Have, was this your only MLM company or were you a part of previous companies? This was my one and only MLM and I didn't know anything really about them before, but I did kind of grow up with exposure to them, like buying Amway um, and Avon stuff, but my parents were never deep into that, but just familiarity with products. But with um, Monate, <laughs> Monat, whatever, <laughs> it was, uh, I, I saw a friend posting on Facebook and about these products and she has amazing hair anyway. And so I like, well, I'm just going to try these products. So I, I surreptitiously placed an order through her link. I didn't like tell her or anything. Yeah. And then I tried them and I was, I had never used good, good quality shampoo. Like I've always used just really cheap stuff. I was one of the people that had really good results and really good experiences. So I, okay. I love this stuff. So, um, I'm using this stuff and I, I just really love it. And then I decide to like, take my next step and sign up as a VIP customer. And then I was, I was like getting, this is the weird thing now looking back is like, I was getting like sucked in, like, cause I'm like the excitement about the products and just, oh, like I felt so good. And then yeah. I'm like looking at other people in the, the customer group and you know, you are being, you're, you are being lured in. Yeah. It's a slow reel. Right. And I did it to other people, you know, but, but you don't really realize this is happening. And so, uh, you know, I, I had people ask me about my hair. They're like, oh, your hair looks amazing. You know? And I'm like, oh, this is the stuff I'm selling. So, or I, I I'm using, I thought I should sell this stuff and make an extra 40 bucks. That's what I thought. I didn't have a clue about recruiting or anything at that moment. Yeah. So I, uh, contacted my friend who was, you know, like became my upline and I was kind of like, this is weird looking back because I was, I want to sign up, but it was like, she was on with customer service right away. And I was signed up and it happened so quickly. Wow. Like I was remember feeling this contradiction where I'm like, did I like say yes? Like did, you know, but then I'm like, well, I'm like super excited and all this. And so I ended up signing wow. yeah, up at the time with the biggest product pack and it was called overachiever. So if that appeals to my mm -hmm. ego, I'm yeah. like, oh, of course I want to do that. Right. Because Absolutely. we're all, we're all going to beat the odds. We're all different. We're all yeah. the hardest working. We're all going to make the change. I'll do it different. <laughs> like the, yeah. I'm just oh. like all the line that all the lemmings have like followed. I just like jumped off the cliff, like everyone else, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not special at all. So oh. I, uh, I, I dove in, I got the little booklet. I, it, it was uh, called smart start and it had, you can build a mo neighborhood. Oh my so, God. Every time I hear that term, it is so cringy. <laughs> it really is. And there was, it gives you how many people do you know, you know, this, you have to fill out all these. And I thought this is really cheesy and gross, but you know what? They must know what they're doing. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do yeah. it right. I'm like doing this self indoctrination thing. So yeah. I, I created a business page because my upline had created a business page. So I did that and I started posting on social media every day. And I started posting in my community uh, Facebook page, which, oh man, cringe now, like after five years of doing, I went through before I left Monate, I was deleting posts. Like you wouldn't believe I'm just oh, like, yeah. this is brutal. Right. Not like you, I've heard you talk about, you leave your content, not me. I I make my Facebook videos to where only I can see it, but I do react to my own training and I actually still have my old team group and everything. So like I could go in there and find some training, but I, I react to that on, on YouTube, on my channel, because 
um, I felt very strongly when I, when I started to watch anti-MLM content, I, I was doing it kind of quietly. I was doing it kind of behind the scenes mm-hmm. and like most of us do that are, that are involved in an MLM, but watching anti-MLM content. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember running, coming across, uh, Jessica Hickson's channel. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she was doing was she was reacting to her own content. And I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. And at this time I had no plans of having, of of being an advocate really at all. I I wasn't, I always joke with Julie Jo because I tell her all the time, I told her not all the time, but I told her when I first started, I was like, man, I just want to be kind of a quiet resource. And she was like, okay, that's great. And I was like, all right, cool. But then as I started to learn more and more, I I had a hard time being a quiet resource. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, coming across Jessica Hickson's videos and how she uh, uses her old MLM training and content and all of that stuff, I think is really important because there are so many people in the anti-MLM community that are painted as somebody that uh, is only focusing on other people. And so I always told myself when I was starting this channel and, and changing everything from MLM to anti-MLM, essentially, mm-hmm. that if I was going to call other people out, I was also going to call myself out. And so when I see these memories, even though they are so painful, mm-hmm. I just make it so only I can see it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then if it's something that I'm like, you know what, this would make a really good video because it's so bad. Um, I save it to a collection. Mm-hmm. And then I just download that and I can make a YouTube video out of it. But I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I came across Jessica Hickson's content and when, and it made me feel like I I was in awe that she spoke so openly and truthfully about her, how she did, how, what she did in her company. I'm like, wow. Cause there's so much like you don't talk about. I didn't realize that. I'm like, how does she have the courage to just tell her story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fear that comes with that, the fear that comes with exposing is just a form of control manipulation from the previous upline and or company. Yes. You know, it's not, I don't want to say it's not a real fear, but it's kind of not a real fear. Cult phobia. That's what I've learned since after, since I've been like taking in um, content like uh, Stephen Hassan's book, uh, Combating Cult Mind Control. It's been really helping me heal find myself again, you know, and that that's what it's called. It's a fear that's implanted in us. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely something that, that I have experienced, you know, with speaking out and some of the comments that are made. And of course people are going to have their opinions, but for me, when I have somebody that makes a comment like that, that I was so fearful of before, whether they were a part of the former team or not, Mm -hmm. um, it tells me where they're at. They are so mad because they really do think, and I can relate to this and I know you probably can too, Julie, but I thought I was doing the right thing. And I would have responded the same way. I would have been just as angry because I'm a good. Oh yeah. I used to take screenshots of like where my, what I thought were my amazingly insightful responses back to people that were anti MLM and I would with your team. Oh yeah. I shared them all over the place. I'm like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yep such an idiot. Absolutely. 
So, okay. So when I, I, I started off uh, posting every day and what's weird with me is I didn't have a, a warm market. I actually got a lot of cold market people just from posting content. And I really loved creating content, like learning all about that. Yeah. And I loved the, like the love bombing in the Facebook group and all of the yep. million Facebook groups that your upline upline has your upline upline uplines have. I didn't realize these are just tools to control your time, but I thought, wow, I'm thinking this is so supportive. I ask a question like this person has curly hair. Can you help me? And all these people would help and they'd give advice. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And, um, and I, I loved it. I was meeting up with people. I had people coming over to my house and I'd be washing their hair in the kitchen sink. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but, and they didn't care. I'm like, I had a pile of towels and I'd be like, this is your, oh shit towel. Because, you know, you put your bending over the kitchen sink and there's going to be water flying all over the place. So then yeah. that's like, you grab it, you put it on your face, like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started to like sign up customers and, um, and you have, I think it's similar, like with a lot of multi-level marketing companies, you have that three month period where you can really maximize a lot of bonuses. Oh yeah. They, they do that to get you right. You're like, yeah. oh, you know, and so I did, I maxed out all the bonuses. I built them on neighborhood. I got, I forget like the, the first month I didn't make anything made diddly squat, but the second and third month, I was like 5,000, 5,500 bucks, 5,000. Wow. second, Yeah. 5,500 bucks the last month. But then it like it stopped. There was no more bonuses. And I'm like, wait a second, yep. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to keep going. And so I, I still don't really like, I'm not really getting it. I've had people now that they've signed up for the discount and because they like it and now they're selling as well. And I'm going to their house and we're making up, um, you know, they're, they're getting their husbands to help out and their kids and they're like washing people's hair and they're buying all this extra food and snacks. And we're, yeah. we're really feeling that we're, we're doing good, you know, and we're really helping each other out. And we feel like you know, all, all good and glowy well, yeah. about, about this time too. And I'm not going to, it's really hard for me to unpack all of this because there's a lot of things tangled up. Yeah. And that part of me, I was in a, involved with a coaching group that was for network marketers for about the same length of time. And that in itself is like another MLM. And oh yeah. And you don't, you don't have to name them unless you absolutely want to, but I would love to know, like yeah. message me privately because I, I will, if you don't want to share the names, which I respect. Yeah, I have, I have no problem. I was, I do like, uh, uh, there were 14 day video challenges, which I placed in those contests. Like every single time I did like eight or nine of them, however many they had. Um, like I got really good at doing videos. I was like, definitely known in there. And through that group, I also ended up purchasing $800 a month coaching, but anyway, wow. but I have to say like when I was, I got into, I found this group and they are, were amazing. They really helped like not, you know, teach you really good things about content creation, about treating people with respect, but there was also the dark side. Yeah. where they're teaching all the same stuff about, oh, um, people are haters if they disagree with you. So any, so I, about that time, about, about the three or four months I'm in Monate, I come across this group and I go wholeheartedly into this because I'm, I'm learning all these skills. I'd never owned a cell phone before. I'm making content. I'm doing live videos. I'm like, this is so cool and just yeah. exciting. So I, uh, at that people are, so I'm just continuing to work and I, I'm indoctrinating myself because I, um, I'm an, I was an endurance athlete. I would do Ironman triathlons. So wow. in order to, to do that, 
like you got to train for a long time in order to get good. So I'm like, okay, like this is easy. I know I just have to keep showing up and not get any results and get deep into the hole, but eh, I'll get good in 10 years. Like I was telling myself oh my this. So I could make, I'm, you make it match the reality, like the, that cognitive dissonance, what I've learned, part of it is your behavior. If you're so busy, you're prospecting, you're making content every day, you're doing live videos every day, your, your belief has to match your behavior. So that's what was, it was like throwing it like an anchor overboard and my belief system had to follow suit. So yeah. as I'm getting more and more into this and I ended up doing, so over the course of that five years, I ended up, I was committing to doing at least one live video a day on Facebook. So I was, I did it straight for three and a half years. Oh my God. Never, never missed a day. How disruptive and terrible is that for your life? Right. Yeah. And, and I was oversharing. So, okay. Anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm in with Monate now and it's like kind of like getting to the first year. And I, I think about that time, those lawsuits, those first lawsuits started to happen. Yep. Now, when I first started with Monate, they gave us a sheet of paper or it was like a PDF that said what to expect in your first 90 days. And it had the 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And they said, your hair is detoxing. This is it. What I thought was interesting was when these lawsuits started coming out and they eventually changed that, they just gaslit everybody as did the uplines. Well, I never said that. There was also like this, um, they would say there was like, they did this study at this lab about Harvard. They dropped the word, I think it was Harvard that they dropped and it wasn't actually Harvard. It was like some other thing, but none of them got, none of them claimed responsibility. They just were like, you should know better. They, it was wow. so terrible. And I, and you know, you're aware of this at the time, but you're like, well, that's what you, you just take it. You don't think, I didn't think to question it. I was aware of all of these contradictions and behavior at the time. Meanwhile, my team now is I'm like, I'm getting people on my team and I'm treating them terribly. I was still coaching athletes at this time. Um, I was a triathlete coach, also an endurance athlete coach. Wow. And I had this, uh, when I was in this other coaching group, one of the trainings, cause they had daily video trainings and you're like, you show up and you take in these and there's some of them are good trainings and they give you different tasks. You prospect people, you do a live video every day or whatever. But part of that, what was bad is that you're exposed to all these different people within multi-level marketing. So you're like getting doubly indoctrinated, Yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot of great people in there. You're making great friendships. It's, but you're always thinking, oh, maybe they'll see how awesome and positive I am. And like, come on my team. And they'll want to join me. Yeah. And we're all thinking that, although we would absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. But, But in one of those trainings, they said like, um, you, you can't, you have to love people exactly where they're at. You can't treat people terribly just because they don't want to sell. And that was like, oh my gosh, I've been treating people horribly. I don't, I can't even believe this. So the market partners I had, we went out to lunch and I apologized to each of them. I said, I said, look, I don't care if you ever sell anything. I am your friend. You could quit. I don't care. And for that, I feel good about myself. Like I made right on that, but that was only, that was only about, you know, a year in, I still was in it for another you know, four years, but so I've, the, my, the lawsuit started happening and, but we were like, if you had good results and we were like, well, I don't believe it. And our uplines would be like, oh, well, they're just making it up. This one person was the daughter of a market partner that it was a failed business, all the gaslighting things that they say to us now, Absolutely. <laughs> they were, they were saying to us, and then gradually they came up with a website saying the truth about Monet. 
and then you could redirect people to this website. Now at this time, because I'm in this other coaching group, so I'm getting training from Monate. So they've got weekly Zoom calls, my upline and uplines upline are run, running challenges. Only, okay. the, only the serious apply. You got to link arms and run. So they come <laughs> up with all these bullshit tasks, right? Yeah. Which it, it's just busy work. But I'm like, I'm going to do what I'm told because I'm coachable. Plus I'm in this other group. So I'm prospecting people on Instagram. And I had opened up a new Instagram account. I was prospecting so many people sending out cold messages. Hey, Hey, Aaron, I see you're in Texas. I know we don't know each other, but I am going to be looking to expand in your area. Would you, oh, would you be God. open to taking a look at what I'm doing? If not, no big deal. Send that out 200 times a day. Oh and my only God. Send that out so many times before you're blocked on Instagram, you go to Facebook and you're blocked on Facebook and we would cheer each other on, take screenshots. Yeah. You're so hardcore. You're in Facebook jail. It's so yeah. awesome. You I'm, go, working girl. My, I'm working my business. I'm like, Oh, so, so I'm, do, I'm doing all this and this is like lawsuit time. So then I'm losing a lot of customers. My uh, team, they're losing customers, but yep. we're, we're almost getting pulled more together as this tight knit. Like we're, we're feeling we're going through the trenches of this together. Yeah. And then I believe there eventually there like the next year there was um my first monations event and i forget where i went where i think it was uh i don't know where it was but where, wherever it was it was so awesome <laughs> like it was it was rad like you go into this big arena and they had like this dj and it was like doof, doof, doof. They had this, like fireball shooting from the stage it's, it's right like up our alley <laughs> those events i'm like this is awesome and then you got like yep quote unquote, like free swag. It, it was just really, and I'm like with people I really like, I still was like, this is awesome. I'd still see things that I found were um, like contradictory, like people being jerks, uplines being really mean, but I could just dismiss it because I was having fun and I didn't pay any attention at all to the people like, like beneath me. I'm like, well, I love my people, but like, it's still really selfishly me. I have to also yeah. say uh, I did qualify for a cruise and I, I had gone on that and I, I had a great time, but I was working the in, entire time, but the it entire was, time, entire time. But it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. You do the training and you think, God, oh, this is like pearls of wisdom. Looking back, it wasn't, but at the time, like I really, I, I loved it. I ate it all up. Right. So you know, and it's, after, it's really yeah. intoxicating. Oh, you yes. know, you, you develop these relationships with people online and you're having these conversations and you're celebrating their wins, yeah. you know, whether it's I'm sending messages or whatever that looks like for them. And then you're sharing your wins and you're developing this relationship. And then you come together and you meet this person in person yeah. And there, it, you're sprinkled with dopamine the entire time. You're indoctrinated oh, yeah. with the science of why <laughs> your products are so magical. Oh. You're not sleeping. You're having yes. all these memories made outside yes. of the classes. And yeah. then you go home and you're so amped up because here you've been, you know, indoctrinated <laughs> and your belief in the company and the products and all of that stuff has just been refreshed. So you yep. go back to sending those hundreds of messages every single day with a little yep. bit different energy that lasts for a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And then you start questioning, well, what did I even learn at that? Yeah. Yeah. 
because chances are you probably didn't learn a whole lot. It probably was just a lot of dopamine that was sprinkled on the it's, audience. It's just dopamine. It's just emotional hype. You feel yeah. like if you're asked, like, what did you actually learn? Like you don't actually learn any, or it's just those um, bumper sticker reduction. I love that. Whoever said that yeah. bumper stick, or those things that you could put on a fringe, fridge magnet. They're not, or um, I think it's like Stephen Hassan says, it's like taking a complex idea and distilling it down. Yep. And it doesn't, it's not meaning into a thought stopping cliche. Yeah. So it's like, you feel so good. And then your um, lingo is changing. Yeah. And I'm like, just like, I still, I'm like, oh, this is so great. So this was so fun. Oh yeah. yeah. So think about I, this too, in regards to those events, mm-hmm. the, the, the distributors that are teaching on that stage are the top in the company. So the top in the company are teaching all of their techniques allegedly, but if you really look at the content that they're teaching, it's a bunch of inspiration. Typically Uh, it's a bunch of their story. If I can do it, you can, those types of things. There's not any business training in any of those conversations that are happening. And if you think about it, every single person in that room is your competition. Yep. So why would the people at the top in the company tell you all of their secrets and tips, whether they're running, you know, ads, uh, you know, on social media, or they're not going to share all of their tips because they're at the top and they want to stay there. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize when you join an MLM, you are competing with everybody else that is in that company. And I mean, just looking at the, the Monet income disclosure statement, 92.26% of people active and inactive in 2020 made a median annual gross earnings of zero. Yeah. And they feel like it's their fault that they need to manifest more and it's their limiting beliefs and their scarcity mindset. And they will beat themselves down. And that, and that really started to like that, that really irritated me. There was a lot of things that I'd see in the, they would say, Oh, everybody's a leader. I remember one of my uplines posted, who's a leader, put your name in the comments below and not oh. very, not very many people did. And then you're getting scolded. Everybody's a leader. You got to show up as a leader and yet leadership training, which it's not leadership. It's just more crap from John Maxwell spewing off his, I mean, this guy doesn't even make sense. He's got to stay back in 1980 when he was more relevant. Cause I have yeah. no idea. He took a left dirt turn down crazy town road and is now talking about <laughs> Jesus and religion. I'm like, dude, you need to stop. And women were like, like freaking. I love that you were saying all the things that I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm getting a little bit. I, I got off that John Max. Oh, let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah. Um, because when you were saying, uh, when you shared how much you were making, I think you and I were making something very similar. I didn't make much money though. I was at, I was like the top 1%, but I was, I only hit MMB, I, like not very high up. I never qualified okay. for the car, but yeah. So, okay. Well, I, and the, so the median annual gross earnings for an MMB is 8,138 bucks for the year. Yeah. So I made, I did, I think my first year I made like 12,000 bucks and then it was like, you know, say it was like 8,000 and then I that smart start program. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make anything. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and the trainings like, uh, yeah, that's what had popped into my head. It's always about mindset. And I learned as I started questioning, I'm thinking, why is it they're talking about leadership training, 
and but they're not giving it to everybody they're only saving it for people who are already at like quote unquote leadership ranks if everybody yeah. is truly a leader and they really want to develop people why aren't they doing like this why aren't they offering these resources they have this training i'm like such a dummy and naive i like started this podcast it's so dumb i deleted it and i'm like oh my god you know what would make mlms better i'm like saying i'm like i'm gonna change mlms oh right? god i said the same thing i said the same right. thing when i so i left last summer july of 2021 yeah. at the beginning of 2021 i was like i can do network marketing different i can do multi-level marketing different i can show people how to do this without it uh, you know, without them having to work 14, 16 hours a day, I can show them how to do this without cold messaging people. I can, and I started to just think that I could do this differently, but no matter the terminology that you use or the social media platform that you use, it is still the same business model. And at the end of the day, I was the one at the top of my pyramid. So I was getting paid and my people were not getting paid, even though they were begging me to help them. And I wanted to help them. I wanted to lead them. I wanted to see them successful, Yes, but you cannot change the, the, how the business is structured. Yeah. It's like, there's like a rat's in a little track yes you you think you have a choice but you don't they're all you're all running you're all running in little corridors you've got no choice and that's what i didn't i I couldn't understand i couldn't understand that i just couldn't see it and i i think it's because i was kept so busy i believe so hard i know i had my team they'd ask me please do more trainings like get a zoom call i bought like the zoom call account i'm like what am i going to train on never once in all of my five years of taking in content from like MLM and network marketing and all the additional coaching I spent, not once was I told to do a simple profit and loss statement. Not once Mm -hmm. was I told just to track how much I earn and how much I spent. Not one, not one person out of the thousands of people I interacted with that are very smart, very intelligent, very highly creative people that are coaching that are at the top of their companies people you give them below nobody ever thought to do that you just it's shocking how yeah. you just discount that like it doesn't matter it it's because you have to just hustle you have to work you have to believe and we yeah. can find for me I, I think this is for me anyway I think we find ways to rationalize it and like prop up that belief like this scaffolding or something and I would use like athletics for that. I'm like well this is the same I'd make these excuses my oh it's the same as learning how to swim I just got to keep showing up it doesn't yep. need to make sense and uh um, the pandemic running. I just got to keep practicing, you know, whatever it is that I'm working on and I leaders show up. So I'm going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, in one of the leadership groups, I would be, they'd take a screenshot of your, their back office, like the top 10 recruiters, the top 10 VIP enrollers. And I would be in that top 10 sometimes for my particular team. And I remember I had one, I had recruited one market partner and I'm like number one or number two. And I'm like, like wait a second. Yeah, this is deceptive. And I, I'd also have some of my, like one of my market partners that would show up on this leaderboard. I'd be like, I'm like, this is, you know, you're at the top, you've, you've recruited or you've got three VIPs. This isn't a big deal. It's all this illusion. And what yeah. they're doing is they're really appealing that it is that dopamine where you want attention. People want their names said on the internet and they freak out. Yep. I was watching um, Mac Attack's um, dissection of Eric Worre's. Oh my uh, God, thing. the two-part series. Yeah, and you see, that is classic. It's <sighs> like when you when your coach or some leader says your name, 
that is the ultimate, that's what people want. And that's what I think is like this big psychological and emotional blind spot that a lot of people in network marketing have is they need that. And those guys and women, they tap into that. They use it strategically. That's why they're talking to you. Oh, hey, Aaron, I see you. Hey, they say it and it's people just feel so special and touched. And if they realize yeah. that it's just nothing, it's completely empty. But yes. if you haven't had a lot of experience um, and I, nobody has, I mean, with social media, right? But when you, when you see, when you get it, when I started to grow on TikTok, I was like, I use that information when I'd be on a live video. I just called out everybody's names. Cause I'm like, I'm not people would be charging. Like if you say my name, you, I'll give you a gift or you yeah. send me money. Or, or share, like, share this yeah. video and I'll give you a full name shout out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to shout out everybody's names because well, because I'm Gen X. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to do the opposite, <laughs> which is like, why did I stay in for five years? <laughs> oh my God. I relate to this so much. Uh, I have a funny story about Eric okay. Worre. Do you want to okay. hear it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So I've, I've been to tons of his events. I've been to his house. I was invited to stay for a day at the mastermind. That's a whole nother thing that I'm going to be addressing on my YouTube channel as well, probably on Thursday or Friday. Anyways. Um, so one at one event, cause they're here in Vegas. And so at one event, it, he has these VIP parties. I always went VIP to his events, which were a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah. You basically have lunch provided. And then there's like special VIP parties after the event and, and different things like that. And so at the VIP party, um, I told my husband, I was like, you should, you should come. And like, I can introduce you to Eric and, and Marina and, you know, that'd be kind of cool. So he got all dressed up and, you know, he came and I was all dressed up and it was super fun. And this is an example of that saying, saying your name, that dopamine, that, you know, that type of vibe that is very prevalent in multi-level marketing and especially in these coaching Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes. Groups and whatnot, these coaches that are within the, the, you know, multi-level marketing industry or whatever. And so I introduced my husband to Eric and he said, I like her. I'm a fan of her to my husband. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like it was just, it was so incredible. And yeah. now I look back and especially just at, time has a little time has passed. I also watched Max video on Eric worry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Chelsea did another one on Eric worry as well. And I can now step back because I have a different set of lenses that I'm looking through Yeah, and I can see the manipulation, just like exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, I was manipulated too. And I remember when I would start, I would have like my name being shout out or something. And I'm like, people would say, Oh my goodness. Like, Oh, you don't realize how important this is. I'm like, this is a dude. And yeah. I, but I'm still in it. I'm still thinking, well, I can show up and I can, I can be different, you know, but there's all these things going on, like with Monet that 
they're the, the way people are saying to keep recruiting people and the way they're saying like keep getting VIPs and then you see there's all these like um, young women on Instagram taking a bath with money like filled a bathtub filled with money yeah I'm like I don't this isn't that's this not my isn't vibe me. this is not who I am you know <laughs> yeah and it was um at the beginning of the pandemic about March 2020 I lost my job I had contract work so I was getting like a little bit but then um I had to stop my coaching that I was getting for, which was an $800 us a month. And as mm -hmm. I was like, that was great because when I was finally removed from that group, then I could start to critically think even more. I was, I had been thinking, but I just wasn't like acting on it. But that's when I started, I started to like consume more anti MLM content, which started mm -hmm. with Reddit, anti MLM Reddit. Yep. And when I started to go down there, I was getting butt hurt because like you said, people are so abrasive, but at the same time, I'm like, wait a second, I'm supposed to be this tough example setter MLM or why is it, uh, why should people change their behavior to suit me just because I don't like what they're saying. So I had this real tug of war going on mm. inside, like forcing myself to like, okay, just listen, just try to listen. But it took me like another, like a March, 2020 before it was like December 23rd just last year, 2021, before I finally sent my resignation letter into Monet. Oh, wow. The last thing that was when, uh, I think it was September, yeah, September last year was Monations. And I attended virtually. And that was really what, it, I'd, I'd seen Lula Rich at the same time. Saw, mm. saw Roberta Blevin say, holy shit, I'm in a cult. Yeah. And then it, and then it, then I was at Monations and I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be associated with these people anymore. It was all about getting baptized and <gasps> Jesus. You were at the, that monations. It was the weirdest thing. And, and when John Maxwell came out, he just wasn't even saying anything. He's walking like deliberately slowly as if he is just like, I don't even know. I don't even know any celebrity where people would lose their minds this much, but he was like just milking it. And all of the people were just like, yeah. Oh and he said, he has this like token thing that he says is like, my name is John and I am your friend. Yeah. He, he like stretched it out. My name is and everybody. Whoa! And oh, how I'm, uncomfortable. Oh, it was, it was, I, I was seeing through it, you know? And, and he said this other thing that was like, if you don't do the do, you can't done the did or uh, it was all like that. The oh whole speech, God. the other thing, um, they had the usual people that have thought they were, they, I was going to quit and I almost did quit. But then I'm so glad I stuck with it because now yeah, I am at whatever rank, you know, and they, they tried to really yeah. really disgusted me. They had this preacher come on and I think he's been like some preacher to Kanye or something. I don't know, but, um, wow. I'm not religious, you know, and I, I don't, I don't see, I see, I see through this manipulative stuff. Thank yeah. goodness. If that, if this had happened at the beginning, I wouldn't have been in with money, but this is what took me to push, push me out. So be it. Yeah. But he, he opened up his speech with this thing that it's not even true. Like everybody knows this isn't true. He says that men speak 5,000 words a day and women speak 12,000. Oh and I'm like, why, why in the hell are you even talking about this? It's like, what could possibly be your agenda? Like you're going to come in with this Stuart McMillan at the end, oh he God. holds, this is this weirdest misogynistic <laughs> thing. And I've, I, 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 you know, as you leave, you start to remember this stuff. It's all jumbled yes. up and you're just like, I need to get out. What do I? that he held this up at the end. He had a picture of Paris Hilton. He had a picture of Kim Kardashian. There was another young woman. I don't know who she was, but he said, there's a difference between fame and something. He says, and it had like these letters that showed up on the screen fame. And it was like me, he's trying to say, I don't know that these women are 
useless and selfish and something. And, but being in a multi-level marketing company is so much better. I'm like this man, oh my God. why, what in the hell does Paris Hilton and trying to slag Kim Kardashian have to do with anything? And <laughs> <laughs> so they, I was livid. I had been texting my upline back and I was, and I'm thinking I, I'm, I don't like this. And I deleted my business page. I had spent I had spent about $15,000. I was such an idiot, but I'm like, oh, just throw money and I'll do Facebook ads and I'm just going to buy samples and um, I'll run this ad campaign and I'll sell, send out all these samples. And that was like the worst thing that I could have done. Yeah. I, I deleted the business page. I had been, uh, I had stopped doing live videos by that time, which interestingly enough, like with the coaching group I was in, I had been doing live videos every day for, you know, three and a half years. It's like, we'll keep showing up. There's not very many people that do that. So when I stopped, I had a piece of content made about me in that group. And it's saying how, oh, I've done it. I've quit doing it because of haters. So I was in a coaching group. Oh yeah. Because I was, and this is in the main group. There's like 16,000 people in this group. Now I don't, I don't believe I was particularly named exact, but everybody was tagging me in it. And I was, I was like, okay, now this is now you're clearly using me because as this example to try to like fit into some weird manipulative thing, because now I've left, I've left the narrative. I'm no longer behaving in a way that is going to suit the courses and the shit that you're selling. Yep. So now it's the, the, the opposite dopamine. And so now I'm like, okay, this is disgusting. Yeah. So, and in that time frame too, I had like all these people were tagging me and I'm like, I'm not watching this video. I know enough now because it's, it's completely different. I'm like, I'm stopping doing a live video every day because it's unhealthy and yes. it's with social media addiction, all this stuff. And now this, now there's this training about this group on me giving up because I can't handle haters. That's what I believe what this narrative is within after that, it was about mm, within like a three minute period, two of the people that work for this both contacted me separately. So they clearly have been told, oh, better check on her. What the, who, who the hell does this? Oh my God. Commercial cults behave like this. Oh, I just wanted to check in with you and make sure that you're stopping to do live videos for the same reason. Keep in mind, this isn't even Monate. This is a co- This is an yeah. industry generic coaching yeah. group. Yeah. I'm going mean, to, you're going to yeah. have to, you're going to have to yeah. message me their name. Yeah. I have to know, but not here. Yeah. yeah. But Wow. Because I've got a lot of friends that I still really respect. Some of them, they're not my friends anymore. Some of them I really do. And I, I really hope that they get out and they've really, and they're amazing people. They're they're doing, we're all, we're all doing and believing what we we're all, we all think we're helping people. We really do believe that we're doing it. So it's so messed up. So anyway, that that's happening, but it was after, after Monations, that's when I really went down like anti MLM. And I started watching more YouTube videos. I was just like, I got to take it. I got to take the fish belly slap to the face of like being called, like just, I got to face what I've been doing. And the more I learned, mm-hmm. the more I'm like, oh, I can't stay with this anymore. So I, I made a post in my team group and things, other things had happened. Like uh, my dad passed away last May. Mm, and to hear that. Thank you. And that, uh, of course, when you lose someone, then that makes things very real priorities change. You start to get like, okay, this isn't important to me. I've been wasting all this time, that kind of thing that gives clarity. But my mom had been a market partner and she had let her market partner lapse. And, and so she wanted to sign up again. And when we contacted Monet, they were the biggest dicks. Like you should see this email. We have, we have saved this email. It's like, they're just gaslighting. My mom's like, well, I, my husband passed away. I'm so sorry. I'd love to just start up again. And there, it was like clearly copy and pasted. And then someone says, well, 
have a nice day. It was like, oh my God. So inappropriate. So I put that as one of the examples in my um, team group. I didn't like also that they kept changing things and you could never criticize or question. Like they had said, you have to now, every time you phone in to customer service to push out your VIPs flagship order, which I did. I was doing this for like two years for some people. I had a list of like 40 people that were never going to buy again, but I just, I'll just keep pushing out their order for them. I'll just keep doing, and I would, this just took up so much time, but I'm like, I don't want to give my last four digits of my social insurance number. And what Monate counteracts with our company is so great there. They would never steal your number. And then it, it was just, you're drowned out with toxic positivity. It oh, was absolutely. Just, so I, I posted in the team group. And I'm like, you know what? You guys can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to do this anymore. Everybody was really awesome. Uh, one of my market partners perked up right away and she's, she got out with me. Uh, we've been kind of on this journey together, like sharing stories, like as we're like finding out more about cults and stuff. And then yeah. I posted in my, uh, my VIP group, my customer group. And, and then eventually I had to delete that group because I had like, I don't want anybody to come into Monate because of me. Yeah. And there were still people that are in it. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I, that's good, but I can't, I got, I got to get rid of this. There's no way I want anybody to even like something like I did and somehow get into it, which is why I threw out all my products too, because I wasn't going to donate them. No, no friggin' way, man. If I could have burned them in my backyard, I would have done it. But Didn't I, you do a TikTok where you're throwing I did. it in the trash? That was my favorite. <laughs> I did. I love I that so much. <laughs> Um, I also love your, I don't know if it's from today. It just showed up in my FYP today. I just commented on it a little while ago and it was somebody that was basically trying to gaslight you and you were responding to, you were responding to them. My favorite part is at the end of that TikTok where you said, don't you have other things that you should be doing? Let me give you some help. You should be following up because fortune is in the follow-up. You should be doing, you should be focused on your income generating activities. And you just went off, but in a kind way. And I was like, yeah. wow, she just read this chick. Because yeah. And you know what? Because I know, what I know say. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm hoping that that creates cognitive dissonance in them. Yes. Because it's like they, everything I said, especially at that last, but it is like a fuck you, but it's also with, it's also the truth. Yeah. This is all stuff that she should be doing and that we're taught and that her coaches would be doing and that she would be coaching her downline to do. So there's yep. going to be this struggle of like, well, how do I accept this information when yeah. she said that like, and I, and I, who, who knows, I, it, it's hard. I, I, I'm like, oh, I want to save people. I want, you know, them to see the truth. And then at the same time, it's like, people have their journeys, same as me, you know, but yeah. one thing I'm not going to tolerate is that somebody that's coming into my page, especially somebody I know I've actually done a training in that person's particular Facebook group. And they've been oh, in my, wow. TikTok. Oh yeah. I've, I've helped them. I've helped given them information about how to grow on TikTok. So there's, there's boundaries for me where I'm like, nah, no, no, no. I'll call out the behavior, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, you know, not the, not the same thing where you call out somebody's character, but the behavior. Absolutely. Cause yeah. it's not right. You know, they had also said it's a, uh, it was almost like this weird comparing of trauma. You had one bad experience, which I didn't, I've had multiple, but she's like, I've on my sixth company and I found what's right for me. And I was thinking, I wonder if you teach that to your downline. Is that one of your coaching calls? You right. Said, hey, I almost hey commented on that. I almost <laughs> said, well, and I, and I know, you know where I'm going, Julie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said, Hey, me too. In 13 and a half years. Mm-hmm. I almost said something like that. And then I was like, no, let me not do that. Let me just applaud Julie's TikTok because it, it was amazing and I loved your posture at the end. But yeah, I that is a common thing that people in MLMs 
react with, well, you had one bad experience. Not all MLMs are the same. Yes, they are. Um, you know, just because you weren't successful doesn't mean that it's not going to work for other people. Okay. Look at your income disclosure statement for your company. Come back to me after you've done it. You know, it's like, they have these kind of same programmed responses. It's almost like I, we used to use scripts on the team that I was on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I used to have those programmed into my phone as like a quick respond text where I put in a couple letters or whatever, and then just sent the script. Yep. I almost feel like some MLMers have these responses to anti-MLM stories as a quick respond type text or whatever that's called. Auto te- auto text? What is that called? I don't know, but I know, I, I think, I, I feel the same way. Or, or it's like, if it's not at, literally in their text, it's in their brain because it's just right there. They yeah. And you know what sucks is that I freaking love these people. I mm. want them to see. Like, you know, I see them all saying, because I said the same things. I said the exact same things. And when I started to read or take in more anti-MLM content, I was blown away that people in It Works, people in Prove It, people in Modere, people in Plexus, people everywhere. We all have the exact same stories. I'm like, no. Yeah. The only difference is the people are different. Yeah. The names are different. Yeah. I think that's the hardest, I think that's the hardest part for people to realize because when I was getting out of prove it, I thought, even though I'd had an experience with five other companies, mm-hmm. I still looked at each of those companies as an individual experience. Yeah. It wasn't until I really, just like you, I started to really listen and, and seek out anti MLM content through, you know, Julie Joe and Chelsea and um, Jessica Hickson and Savannah Marie and all of these people that were talking about it. And I just remember being just glued to this, like, okay, so this isn't just how it was on my team and prove it. Yeah. This yeah. was the, it was that way in Modere. It was that way in Arbon and Lovewinks and Pure Romance and also in Slumber Parties. There, there are so many similarities. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I got uh, Robert Fitzpatrick's book about Ponzi-nomics and then also yes. like Stephen Hassan's book, Combating Cult Mind Control, those two books made me physically ill. I'm still going through yes. Combating Cult Mind Control because I did not realize how deep this goes. And I didn't realize how it started. You know, when we were in an MLM, we, you do your research, you get yeah. educated. We would say, we, none of us knew where the first MLM came from. We don't know the story of Amway. None yeah. of us do. Yeah. And reading that, I'm like, no. No, time and time again, every sentence, I'm like, I've got to put this book down and I've got to like go for a walk. Yeah. Really and a- breathe and process yeah. what I'm reading because it's, <sighs> it's undoing everything that we thought we believed in. Yeah. And, and finding yourself again, you know, like, and there's this weird mixture of, of everything like anger, all of the grief, yes. all of the grief button box where it's, it's hitting that boom, 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 all the time. All but of I, them. I think there's a new, I, I was thinking about this. <laughs> I was going to talk to you. I think there's another stage of grief that is definitely unique to MLM. And I think it's the humor one because there's a dark humor that we can start oh, laughing. Oh God, yes. You can start laughing but I, at I yourself, also, right? <laughs> I think that that is very much a Gen X thing. Cause I always Maybe you're that. right. <laughs> I really do think it's because our, I, we have a sick sense of humor, True. but the, the humor is what gets us through it. So I agree with you on that. <laughs> Absolutely. I was afraid to start speaking out. I was thinking like similar, like to what you said, I thought, oh, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to fade away. I'm not going to do anything. But then the more 
I'm like, there's no way I've had a, I have a platform. I'm not selling anything now. I'm like, what I can do is I can share my experiences and hopefully help out some other people because I've done it before. And I see the power of when you have a good community like that. And then, um, finding that it's the the really about that compassion based there's the playfulness where I want to make sure there's a clear boundary. Um, and, and it doesn't really matter what you say or do people are, you're going to, uh, are going to feel really hurt and feel that they'll feel like they're being shamed, but when their behavior is being called out, but people don't like having their behavior called out. They don't know how to take it. Yeah. So, but I, I can do that and I can still hold space, uh, with respect yes. for these people that still, some of them are just fucking dicks, which yeah. then, you know, you got, you're a narcissist. That's it, whatever. But people yeah. are, most people are good. They're caught up. Like just how I was caught up. And I, that's, what's really struggling me. That there's one person that follows me. She's selling that collagen stuff. Nothing triggers me more than seeing that collagen on a bloody spoon saying it's blast. Oh my God. Modere. Belly fat, like it blast belly, nothing blast belly fat. And then they're trying to shame women with this toxic diet culture thing saying mama pooch. But oh, I see God. this person and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. And she, she's following me. She knows that I'm creating anti MMO. I'm like, maybe this I'll be the way out, but I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to come down. You don't, I don't want to come down hard. Yes. I don't. And so I don't know. So I think, well, I'm just going to make content, but I start seeing this stuff now. And that's causing me to really reflect and like, yes. how can I, yeah. So here's, uh. here's, I just learned this in the last few days because I will get people. Cause I just left prove it last year. So there's, I was connected with a lot of people and I will have people that follow me on Instagram or on TikTok, and I know that they're in Prove It. And you look at their timeline, you look at their feed, you look at, you know, the content that they're putting out, and it's ketone content, right? So they're they're mixing up ketones, they're talking about the sale or whatever, you know, all of those things. And there's a part of me that gets really uncomfortable. Why is this person following me? And yeah. I have to stop in that moment because that person might be following me because they watched my YouTube videos or listened to my podcast and they're, they're watching like I was, and they're taking a step. Yeah. And the following is, is that step. And I used to, uh, I used to message them right away, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like I make anti MLM content, but now judging by my feed, it's pretty apparent that I make anti MLM content. So when I have somebody that's following me, unless it's, you know, they're just going through and randomly trying to grow their page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just let them watch. Mm. So if you have somebody that is following you mm-hmm. and you know, she's, you know, she's pushing social retail through Modair, which is what they mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. Um, let, I guess just let her watch and don't yeah. let it's hard because when you're creating content, you have that person in mind, mm-hmm. you know, how am I going to get this message across? without her feeling attacked or whatever. Exactly. I mean, yeah, we're using all those tools that we had learned in network marketing now, which I think is pretty powerful because you get a bunch of women together. You have men too that are, um, but a lot of, a lot of women are in network marketing, especially like Monet, like you look, it's like virtually everybody's women. You start having those women start really making content, like connecting with other women, wanting to help them see through things. Yeah. Look out. Powerful. And that's why one of the things that's really motivating me or like is to help um, show the strategies that I was taught and that I used that are the more like nuanced kind of weird psychological stuff that like, you know, you do to recruit people to constantly drip on them. I, I suspect it's like TikTok's algorithm is similar to other social media where if somebody's like looking at your content a lot, 
they're showing up in your feed. Absolutely. Because that's where I'm seeing, I'm like, why am, why am, why are you popping up on my for you page? Like you're so yeah, that's, that's something I'm, I'm, I'm not just two months out, like December yeah, 23rd, I sent that in. So I'm still pretty raw. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying, you know, but I'm like, I've done some videos where I'm like, I can't, I don't want to post. This is just way too mean, you know? Yeah. And Part I mean, you're allowed, like, you're allowed to feel those feelings and anybody listening, if you're feeling that way, your feelings are absolutely valid and giving yourself time and space to process those, I think is one of the most important things, you know, speaking out right after I, I left was really tough because I was processing in front of a camera, essentially what I was going through. And I, I don't, that's hard. And I, if yeah. I, I look back and if I, if I think about it, I, I think I probably would have just taken the rest of last year and just kind of processed because you know, 13 and a half years, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. And then you must have stories. Oh my God. I have so many. It's ridiculous. I I know I've got stories. TikTok. (laughs) MLM stories with Aaron episode one. Oh my God. I, I don't even know where I would start with all of that, honestly. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. I just, Yeah. I feel like that talking like this is, I've only talked about this really at length, like with, you know, with, with about Monet, like with you, right. Like it's, it's hard Mm -hmm. to like, I just trying to put it, where do you, where do you start chronologically, but then everything skitters and goes off the rails. And I know, I know I have, but it's really hard to put it in order to find out what happened. I'm still trying to figure out what happened. I've got more clarity than I did last week. And that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. It's, it's funny how it, starts to just kind of calm down something shifted inside it felt like and I was able it was instead of just a scrambling nest of wires it was starting to kind of I was starting to kind of see some space so yeah well and I think I think part of that is because when you're in an MLM they use that kind of chaos with busy work and and zooms and all of the things that you have to be on because you're taking your business seriously as a way to prevent that space for you to think for yourself yes you know, had, like, oh, sorry. You know, you're fine. I mean, <laughs> I, I remember getting on Zooms and last minute Zooms and always in the chats and always trying to help people and helping my team and, you know, reaching out to my customers. And before I knew it, it was time to pick up my son from school. And I'm like, what did I do today? And even though I was staring at my phone the whole time. And it's like, it's a blink of an eye. Yes. But in that blink of an eye, in that chaos, I wasn't questioning the lack of success I was seeing on our team. Yes. I wasn't questioning somebody saying, Hey, I'm really having a hard time with, you know, going live, or I'm having a hard time with how do I tell my story? Or I'm having a hard time with how do I appeal to, you know, all the different color personalities, like we used to post, you know, how do I, how do I do all of that? And I never questioned that. I just answered the question and went on to the next thing because I had so many things to do on a daily basis to check the boxes and hopefully move my business forward that I didn't have space to even ask how I felt that day. Yeah. So when you do leave an MLM and you have that space, even if, you know, if if you're working a full-time job, part-time job or whatever, it still is a ton of space outside of work where you go, well, what am I going to do with my time? Usually I'm running in the door immediately, you know, grabbing something, eat, grabbing a drink, run into the bathroom, kind of all at the same time, because I'm running to get on a zoom. Yes. 
you know? And so that space I think is really scary. And if anybody is listening that you are considering leaving, just know it's, it's this is kind of a full circle moment because my husband was also in the military and he was, he was active duty for almost 23 years. We joke about this now at the time it wasn't funny, but he got really weird for a long time, like months because he was so regimented on the schedule that when there was no schedule, he didn't know who he was or what he was supposed to be doing. So I say that in a joking way now (laughs) that he got a little weird. We joke about it, but at the time it was very real. And I can see some of those moments in myself when I left and how the stillness made me really uncomfortable because I was facing some of those things that I didn't realize I needed to process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It is. I've had, uh, when I I've started to post on Instagram about like some anti MLM content and I put in my like little header now, like anti MLM, like whatever I'm planting my flag. Right. And, yeah. Good um, for you. Thanks. And, and thank you for duetting me. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. That was, I, I was, was like, like so stoked. Oh my God. So, and, uh, I've had, uh, one of my, one of my market partners actually phoned me and left a message and she has gone through a lot of my anti on content on TikTok, And she's like, I always knew there's something wrong. She had questions and stuff she wants out. And mm. then, yeah. And then I had another, uh, fellow market partner that I know in Monate. She sent me a message. She's like, I've been questioning things. And I noticed that your content has made a shift. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I just said, well, if you ever want any other resources, let me know. And whatever yeah. is you decide is going to be good for you, but I'm your friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm your friend if you're in or out, you know, but she also, it was just interesting people, people that I like have sent me some messages and just like they've gone, they were in the same coaching group I was, or, you know, they were with money or they were with another company. And it's just like, oh, we're finding each other. I was really, I was scared because yeah. of the phobia that, oh, people are just, all the haters are going to come out, which yeah. is weird because when you're in an MLM, it's all, all the haters are out there. But when you're out of an MLM, you're terrified of everybody that's within an MLM. That's right. How does that work? Like, how it's does so that messed work? Up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> My suggestion for you and, and Chelsea Suarez told me this and Julie Joe also told me this. They were like, you should keep a list of the people that have left because of your content. And at the time I was like, I'm not going to do that. That feels weird. <laughs> I have that pushback right now too. And that, could yeah, okay. possibly, that could possibly be a Gen X thing too. Cause it's like, oh yeah, you're not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> Even if it benefits me, I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, well, and we're both, we're both. Torians, so that yes. doesn't help any either. That's right. <laughs> it's like a double whammy. But anyways, keep a list. And the reason that I'm saying that is because uh it's really cool to just watch people go through the same thing that we are going through or went through. The process of people getting out of MLMs is very similar, just like the indoctrination into an MLM is very similar for people. And there's very distinct, you know, kind of patterns that you will see as you help more and more people. And the reason that I'm telling you that is because you have a really cool platform on TikTok and a really cool opportunity to help a lot of people, um, especially with a lot of these influencers that are on TikTok that are joining these MLMs and like doing kind of a bait and switch when it comes to their followers that came to them originally because they loved their content. Mm -hmm. 
and um, to be a voice and to use that and to, you know, just to, just for yourself, you don't like, you don't need to share it. I'm not sharing. I will never share my list. It's just, I need to remind myself why I'm doing this sometimes. And seeing these names on a list of people that have left and are no longer losing money in a scam and are reclaiming themselves Mm -hmm. is a really beautiful reason to get out of bed and create that, that piece of content when I really just want to kind of lay in bed because there's other people to help. I just started the list because you said it. Oh, it makes me so happy. I I got three people on that list. That's incredible. And you just started speaking out. And it, yeah. I mean, that that list, and Chelsea tells me this all the time. She's like, Aaron, it's not going to be long before that your list is in the thousands. And I'm going to keep tracking it just because, you know, their names matter. And one yeah. of the things that MLMs do is when you leave, all of a sudden your name doesn't matter. You don't yeah. matter. You're going yeah. against the grain. Yes. You know, it's and so weird because it's like, you're like against the grain. That's what they, they kind of promote when you're in an MLM, you're exactly. different. You're chosen. You're the 1%. Yeah. You're stepping up. You're no, this is a new world. The way the world is going, they, it, everything is flipped and twisted. Right. Right. So those names matter. And, and some of those people are probably, you know, listening to this podcast and your names matter. And that's the reason that I, that I kept this one. It's a way to just honor people in their journey, but also you know, remembering what I'm doing this for. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about views or clicks or likes or any of those things. It's about, Hey, somebody is in an MLM right now that is feeling the same way that I was or feeling the same way you were Julie, you know, and they're wondering, am I the only one that feels this way? Yeah. And they think that they're screwing up. They think that they're not doing a good job. They're not working hard enough. And they're trying to find ways to justify working more in their day. And I just don't want life events to happen that make them look at, Hey, you know, like a death in the family, or for me, I got COVID in 2020. And that was really what started me questioning why I was doing everything that I was. Cause I had such a very limited amount of energy in the day that it was basically making sure that I brushed my teeth and that my kids were okay and waited until my husband to get home and anything outside of that, I didn't have the energy for. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm grateful for that, but yeah, these MLMs are so predatory and I felt like crap all the time. And it's funny too, because some of the gaslighting and the things that happen when you leave, um, they like some of the people on my former team like to say, Oh, Aaron, you are not to me directly, of course, but, oh, you, uh, you, you don't, she doesn't look like she's living her best life. And everybody that's following me is like, are you kidding me? Like, are we watching the same piece of content? What are you talking about? Because, (laughs) you know, after this, I'm going to sit in my bed and I'm going to scroll on social media and I'm going to make myself Mm -hmm. a snack and I'm not going to, you know, have to worry about all these crazy things that I need to be on. And I got to do this and I got to follow up with this person. And I don't have that chaos and I'm naturally a very calm person. And it's nice to be that calm person again. Wow. You reclaim yourself. Yeah. Just like you are, you're in, you're in the process of that too. Well, who am I, you know, and I'm in process, you know, there's, um, you know, it occurred to me when you were describing that, like, uh, that experience of speaking out to somebody who may be listening and am I alone? I'm all at chaos. And that's another way that MLMs are designed. All of these, we've all have these experiences. You're designed to feel alone. 
Yeah. You're designed not to question because you are going to be perceived as negative and labeled uncoachable, yeah. toxic, a hater. And it, one of the people that had sent me a message said, said those things like it's like slightly phrased a bit differently. I'm like, we it's designed. So it's not only designed for you to fail, you have the predetermined paths, no yep. matter how hard you believe or how hard you try or how hard you work. Um, it's not going to happen for everybody. It doesn't yeah. matter. And it doesn't matter. Um, you know, you, you, people will say what I see, um, well, it's literally changed my life. It's not about you. It's about the people underneath you. How is it going to literally change their life? It can't, it's impossible. Yeah. It's mathematically impossible. It won't happen. Yeah. And then there's that whole psychological and emotional component that you were just talking about too, but it, that's part of it. It's yeah. designed for us to act that way. We are all just being like pulled like puppets on a string. And I want people to know like, that like you can love your products and that's fantastic. I, I love the products too. I was buying makeup from an MLM. I still have to replace the makeup. I've got, to, I was, I'm in this other group where it's like dupes for MLMs. Because yeah. That's a great still, group. Yeah. You still feel like it, this connection. Some, well, I can't find any other possible product, which is ridiculous, but that's a little cult phobia that they put yeah. in because it, it's such a good quality product. But I really believe just talking about these things just a small piece of information like that helped me when I heard somebody say that I'm like, well, I thought the same thing. Yeah. And, and that just hearing that you're not alone in one small detail can help someone start further questioning and yeah. start thinking instead of being too scared to post in a group to ask something, you know, if you're too scared to post, to ask, or you're too scared, are you thinking that you're thinking negatively, you know, and you, you hear something else. Well, maybe, you know, you don't need to post in that group, but start doing your own research. Yes. Make, get, reclaim yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think that's a beautiful way to end this. All right. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, this was so fun, Julie. We're going to have to do this again or do something. I, I definitely would love it. I would love it. I love talking. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, this is fantastic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I it's it's I don't know. It's just so much fun to talk to you, whether we're talking in, you know, Instagram or through your comments on TikTok or whatnot. It's just it's just fun to talk to you. And you have a really cool story and you have a really great energy. And I think that you're going to help a lot of people. And I'm excited to watch. So thank you for leading the way. You helped me out. There were others not. That came before me. So <laughs> yeah. thanks to them as well. And, you know, this this movement is getting really big and um, it's just really cool to be a part of it and to, to be able to, to genuinely be helping people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. And I, we're going to chat after this. Cause I want to know right. more about this coaching group. Right. You got it. You got it. You and, got um, it. you want, uh, I'll put your TikTok link and do you want people to follow you on Instagram as well? Nah, they can find me if they want. It's, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just put the link in the show notes. And if they sure. want to follow you, cool. And if not, that's cool too. Yeah. If not, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I said want. that over thousands of times. That's why I always say that. It's kind of like <laughs> skipping it to the people that still use that script. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. On that note, we're going to end this podcast. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you or I will see you on the next episode. Bye friends. <laughs>